I was just listening to you idiots talk about asexuals and how you didn't think that they'd jerk off. Have you ever heard Morrissey? That's all he does. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening, and welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, we're recording late tonight. My fault. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Harrison comes all the way over to the house. I didn't have my phone. I, I didn't have my phone with me at the time. I was preoccupied. And uh, you, you, you were outside. You called like eight times. Yeah. What did I text you? I said... Uh, <laughs> it was like, I am out for the love of Satan. You're yeah. so upset. I said, Jesus, how cunt struck are you? <laughs> I was preoccupied. Yeah. I had uh, some, some things I had to attend to. These, these things that were very, very... That made me very busy. My busy things. Um, to do that, no one else understands but me. But anyway, I, you know, I, my apologies. So we're getting a late night start to it. But dude, I've been hungover all day, and I think that's your fault. How was that my fault? Because you fucking took me to the Magic Castle last night. I get. I mean, or you invited not, me to the Magic okay, Castle. Yeah. I chose to go. I was invited. And, yeah. You know, um, because I, yeah. How how did that all so? So I don't know how how familiar our fans are with the the Magic Castle, the Magic but, Castle, which is, which is funny Magic to me Castle. because I had never heard of the Magic Castle until I moved to L.A. Yeah, and that the Magic Castle is this castle that's in Hollywood, and it's yeah, it's, it's, they have a lot of it's, magicians know, there. The headquarters a, of the of Magic of the International Brotherhood of Magicians, of, yeah. or some or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> the Academy of Magical Arts. I think it's the Academy of Magical yeah. Arts, yeah. and you have to like, I, I guess you have to pay for a membership. Yeah. Even if you're a magician, you pay for a mm. membership, and you could perform there if you're a magician. And I, th- I think mm. it might be a launching pad for some of them to mm. like get into reality television or whatever it is that they do. But that, but there are also people that are members of the the Magic Castle that aren't magicians. They just take people there to impress them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. It's kind of like Hogwarts, but instead of training kids to use magic, it's just kind of like a place for, uh, you know, uh, disappointed alcoholics or something you know <laughs> well but, or, or white people not even white people just elitists that want to go pay a lot of money for drinks to watch um yeah middle-aged virgins perform magic yeah pretty you know, much that's 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 what it's all about uh but it, it's funny to me how exclusive it is and i think that's what that's why the place you know people here are like oh you've been to the magic castle like that that's a great way to impress a woman though if you take her on a date to the magic castle i find that hard to believe <gasps> It's true though. You 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 take a girl there. You it caught, you know they, it's a nice dinner. Like I've actually never eaten there before until, yeah. up until last night. Right. Um, but but I mean it's good food. Yeah, it was, yeah. Good, it was good food. Yeah, it's good food yeah. and uh, it was good company I, I honestly, that we were with. I mean the magic was uh, was fine. Um, I, I do recall at one point you saying it's the same kind of magic you would see at a bar mitzvah. 
Yeah, it was kind of, I, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like fucking, you know, I'm going to fucking hang myself on stage and somehow survive it. Well, you know, piranhas chew on my flesh. I thought it was going to be like, you know, oh, I have, you know, fucking below the stage, I have water tanks full of 70 Hugh Jackmans. Clones well, that, the place, you know? I mean, the place is like, you know, the, the stuff of myth and legend. I mean, so many people talk about the Magic Castle. It's mm. like, oh, it's amazing. You walk mm. through, there's these brilliant magicians that mm. come in there and do all these, you know, spell conjuring and all sorts of things. But no, it's a guy with like some rings. Yeah, and, and some card, card, card tricks. tricks yeah. And, uh, you know, some hangers that can be to get like conjoined and then pulled apart. They were all kind of like tricks you could do with that, like, that, that weird kid. magic kit that kids get, you know? But, I mean, I, I actually had a great time. I, I liked... I just liked the building. I just liked it walking the atmosphere, around. I yeah. like drinking and walking around the building because it, it's, like, it's huge. It's a huge, weird mansion, and you're, like... You walk around... It, it doesn't actually kind of make any sense when you're no, walking around it. it's, like, labyrinthine. It. Yeah, like, yeah, you go yeah. down all these, like, staircases with, like, these pictures of old Jewish magicians on the wall. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, then you, and then you're in, like, a new room with a new bar, and they're like, yeah. my show is starting. Mm. You're like, oh, shit, there's another show going. Okay, we got to go check this out, you know? Um, yeah, no, it, it, it's funny to me, though, because it... The great and mysterious Monty Kleinman. I, I feel one of the reasons why you're less than impressed with uh, a lot of the tricks like, yeah. involving cards and things is because you're not an African American. Well, here's like, the thing: nobody in the audience was well, that I were, saw. There were some. Uh, I think there were some African Americans behind us at the main event, the main show that we went to. Were those the people who were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they were so. It's yeah. like a card just disappeared. It's fine, you know. But he, they were just like, "Holy yeah. shit! How did he do yeah. that?" See how they're always rolling up their sleeves. The fucking cards go in the sleeve. You know, I, they're special sleeves. You know. Well, th I think it's, what's funny is that there's people that that are just blown I mean, away. One time I saw him switch the things. I saw it happen. Well, you there's know? people that are blown away by mm. magic tricks, and then there's the people that are like, "Oh, I know mm. how you did that." Yeah. It's just like they're trying to like mm. dissect the trick. It's just like just have fun with it. All right, it's a guy fucking making cards appear. Here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna, and I don't know, if magicians are gonna come after me because of this. I don't give a fuck. The Indian rope trick. You know the Indian rope trick? Well, what's the Indian rope trick? The Indian rope trick is where there's a... It's, it's, Sounds like a sex move. It's, no, it's in India. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a coil of rope, and the guy plays the fucking flute, or the recorder. Oh, right? and the rope. And the rope yeah, goes yeah. up, and it goes up like a snake, and then he climbs the rope. Oh, and he climbs up the yeah, rope. Yeah, yeah. And how it's done is there's actually um, very thin yet very strong cables that go across from rooftops or win or second story windows, right? Hmm. That are above the rope. And then there's another uh, really thin, really strong cable tied to the end of the rope that goes up to the thing, that goes up to the, the thing hanging from the roof, right? And that, that one has to be pulled perfectly taut, right? And so when he's playing it, he has another person kind of that's, pull that's the, raising it? Yeah, that's just, raising okay. the rope. And it's so strong that he can actually climb up it. That's hmm. how it's done. So, so yesterday, do you remember that one magician that had the table that was levitating? Yeah. You think that's a similar trick? Yeah. So he had like some kind of like clear cable that was holding this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was mm. wondering what was going on with that. But people, uh, the, the black people behind us were uh, blown away by that one too. I didn't actually see these people, so I cannot confirm their race, but... You know, feel free to fucking die on that hell if you want, buddy. You know, whatever you want to do. But yeah, you know, Your it's call. funny with magicians. Mm. Why? Why would someone be a magician? 
And what would compel you to do that? Is it just because you're like a dorky dude and you're like, this is the only way I'm going to get laid? Why, yeah. why not be a writer? Well, I don't know. I mean, if I could actually like manipulate things that deftly and quickly with my hands so that people couldn't actually see me make a card disappear, I'd become a fucking pickpocket. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, I what would, the fuck I would are you probably doing? probably be a pickpocket yeah, yeah, yeah. in that case. Uh, no, I'm going to go do kids' birthdays. What? No, fuck that, you know? I like the, I like the because uh, then if a cop stops you like hey that guy said you know his wallet's gone oh yeah I don't have it on me because you know I pff, while you were asking me that I distracted you over here and threw it over there you and know then make it appear but the cash yeah. is actually in your pocket right yeah like, oh I yeah. found it right here yeah <laughs> yeah but but the, remember that husband and wife duo. Yes. That, that's the kind of magic that I find uh, rather amusing. It's when they have like a whole routine with the music. Like they had some yeah. salsa going on. Yeah. Like even the one guy that was like performed in Vegas also had like some kind of like, I don't know, it sounded like a Stray cat song playing in the background. Mm. You know, like, doo, doo, and he's just yeah. like, here's a, a card out of a hat yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and they, it's all choreographed. Like, they, you know, it's timed and everything. But the husband and wife duo, you know, he made her, like he makes her practice. They probably practice... Like every day. Oh yeah. And like she kept doing outfit changes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. It was like it's like that uh, retarded kid at camp who's just got the, <laughs> all the outfits over one. You know, he strips them off. Yeah. But it makes me wonder. Do you think magicians are like the product of ancestral relationships? Um. Because I saw a couple of magicians there that probably could be. Like, did you see that mm. big fat guy that was kind of deformed? Did you say ancestral? No, incestual. Oh, okay, okay. Um, wait, which guy? It was at the end of the night. He was trying to get us into, chibi, into his show. He kind of oh, looked like Louis Anderson, but he was like... That guy alone. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. But there are a couple guys in there that I saw that I'm like, you know, I wonder where the, 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 this genetic deformity came from. Well, I mean, it's from that, that uh, region of show business that tends to be dominated by... Well, however you describe them, it will end in folk... Okay, I I guess so, yeah I could see that I mean yeah. Chris Angel to me that guy's got to be the product of incest. I, think I mean he, look at him. Yeah, I mean I don't know David Copper. He could just be the product of you know, uh, you know some people yeah, the nineties or carrot something. top. Oh I, yeah, yeah. No. that that guy you know his parents were related. He's an abomination. Yeah, he's an abomination. He's unsightly. That guy. Yeah, he is. But yeah, the, the Magic Castle was fun. Mm. I had a good mm. time there. Got really drunk. Yeah. And so, especially after the Magic Castle, just drinking, walking back from Hollywood. I would go back there again. Have you ever seen a movie with Carrot Top in it? No, thank God. Okay. A porn movie or just a regular? Just a movie. No. Has he done I movies? Ha- he's done movies. Yeah, they've all what failed. Movie? Um, there was one called like... Chairman of the board. Chairman of the board. This is a Pauly Shore movie. And the cover of it, it, it might like it might as well have been because it's literally like, you know, he's in like a boardroom, but he's like, <laughs> I think he's like surfing somehow, and he's like Cowbunga on the cover. You know, wait, wait, wait. Carrot Top is the main character, the yeah. main comedian. Yeah, in yeah. This. Oh, not a supporting, comedian. not a supporting role. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Yeah. That, that's awful. Yeah, like who would watch that? Nobody did. How it, much money did that yeah. make? I, I mean, like under a million dollars. That's for damn sure. God, there had to have been yeah. like a whole. I bet not only just one executive got fired, just the whole department. Yeah, you know whoever greenlit that one. Well, apparently, I'm somebody. There's there's some really funny clip of um, 
uh, Norm Macdonald on Conan O'Brien. And the chick who's in the movie with him is that blonde chick from Melrose Place that nobody actually remembers I know I, I can picture her face, yeah, but yeah. I don't know her name. She, she was cute. Like uh, Morgan Fairchild or something. Looked like her. I don't know. Okay. No, but anyway. And, and, uh, and Norm MacDonald just trashing the thing, you know? Just trashing uh, Carrot He's like, uh, yeah, so uh, I know... Movie star and Carrot Top, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know what you could call that. And they're like, what, Norman? He's like, box office poison. <laughs> <laughs> and going to the are just like dying, you know. Well, I mean, did Carrot Top ever have a heyday? Was there a heyday? Was there a well, period my, that where Carrot guy makes, Top was popular? Dude, he makes like a fuck ton of money. Well, in Vegas, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It's like, yeah. But I mean, when was there a, like a time where like... Hey, he has a house made of gold, all right? He <laughs> makes a lot of money. He does great for himself. He doesn't need a stupid movie. He does all right, you know? I, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, like Dane Cook had his heyday, you know? There's a, mm-hmm. there's like his halcyon days. But I, mm-hmm. I just wonder if Carrot Top really ever had that. Like, well, apparently that, in the movie... Everyone hates Carrot Top. Apparently in the movie, like he wasn't even really allowed to use props like that's his whole thing. Yeah, but the, what you know? was the comedy? I don't know. God, you know? I didn't see it, and I won't. I no, refuse that, to. He is the byproduct mm-hmm. of incest. There's, there's yeah. just no way mm-hmm. that that guy's parents were related. Look at his face. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't. I definitely could have watched it now because I haven't, I haven't really been doing drugs in like <laughs> a couple weeks, so I'm actually like feeling feelings and shit, and it's not pretty. You just know. just take a bunch of mushrooms, sit down, yeah. psilocybin, and carrot top. Mm. It's a recipe for success. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of incest, do you read about this uh, this story? Uh, quite a few people sent this in uh, to our Facebook page. Right. Yeah, quite a few people did. And a few people emailed it as well. And then one guy reported the story. Like, there's a guy that actually... There's, there's this guy that will occasionally report people's posts to the Sick or Wrong Facebook page. I don't know what why. What are you talking? I don't understand. Have you ever seen? It's like if you're offended by something, you could report a post, and then it goes. Then I get. Then I get the email as mm. as the administrator of that page. It says, you know, do you want to block this post? Do you want to delete it? Do you want to? So uh, somebody posted on the page, and then somebody what sent it? Reported said they were offended and reported oh. it. Yeah. So, so there was a guy that reported this story, okay. even though other people had posted it as well. Right. So uh, the story here is about that mother who gave up her son for adoption 30 years ago. Now mm. she says she's in love with him yep. and has revealed that the, the couple are trying to get a, to, to have a baby together, which okay. is um, disturbing, to say the least. A mom and son admitted to having an incestuous relationship have gone into hiding to avoid a possible 15-year prison sentence. Uh, the mother's 51 years old. Her name's Kim West. And her son, biological son, is named Ben Ford. He's 32. Uh, he admitted a few days ago that they'd been in a relationship for two years. Hmm. Um, apparently, 30 years ago, Wes gave up her son for adoption because she was only 19. And uh, a, couple, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, actually, t- 2013, uh, the son initiated contact hmm. with his bio mother. Guess how old my mother was when she gave me up. How old? Take a guess. All right. Um, 12. 33. <laughs> <laughs> 33? Yep. That's a little old. Yeah. Like, you should be able to support a kid at that point. You should, you know. Yeah, but that, that's why I think you're a good uh, a good person to discuss a story it's with, a, because you tracked down your bio mom, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. 
So in this case, what happened here, which I'm hoping didn't happen with your mom, but we'll we'll see in a second. Sure. Uh, Ford initiated contact with his biological mother when he sent her a note. They then began exchanging phone calls. After that, the mother started having sex dreams about her son. And so then she uh, started going to these GSA groups, genetic sexual attraction groups. Genetic sexual attraction, GSA, causes relatives to feel sexual attraction to each other after meeting as adults. So Harrison... Why is there a group for fucking everything, you know? Because it's the fucking internet. Okay. Everybody can find each other. Ugh. You know, I mean, you can... If, if you just do a search yeah. for whatever your paraphilia is, and there's yeah. going to be a support group out there for it. Mm. But, 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 but going back to your, your case here, mm. you were given up for adoption when your mom was 33. Yes. Your bio mom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, how old were you when you were given up for adoption? A day old. Okay, so they you're They come in, it's like... I have a baby, and then somebody comes in and takes the baby away, and that's it. It's done. And so you were you're placed with your adopted family. Six months later. Six months later, okay. Yeah, I was in foster it's, care for a so while. So then at what age did you track down your bio mother? When I was like 23? 23. Yeah. So, something like that. Yeah. So 23, so she would have been, so she's like, you know, 33 years old. She's, she's like well into her 50s at this point, yeah. late 50s. Yeah. All right. So I guess it's a little bit different. But did did you have any GSA action going on there? No. No, not at all? No. And not with the twin either, you know? Oh, yeah, because you had a twin sister, too. Yeah. And she kept yeah. the twin, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God, this explains so much, It people. really does. It really I mean, does. Here's literally... some insight into uh, yeah. Harrison's uh, psychology. Hmm. Um, so when, when you met her, you, you called her. Was it just, was she like, oh, you, I, I forgot all about you. Or was she actually genuinely happy? I didn't reach out you? to her first. I reached out to my twin sister first. Oh, okay. You know? And then, uh, yeah. then did the mother, what, what did the... Uh, then I went, I met my twin sister, blah, blah, blah. Was it awkward? The second time I'm, I went with her, I'm, we went to meet, hang out with our mother. Um, was it awkward? No, it wasn't awkward. When I first time I met my sister, no, it wasn't. We kind of had a, re- we're very, very different. We're like super, 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 super different, but we have a rapport. And right from the start, we had a rapport kind of right away. Oh, so, that's good. Sibling, yeah. sibling rapport. Yeah. And she, we met in New York because I lived in New York and she had taken the bus from Boston. And it was weird because she brought her best friend along, you know, in case I turned out to be psychotic, which I did. <laughs> uh, and it was a guy that I was in my fucking UCB group. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, was the guy just like, Harrison, I know you. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Did you guys improv a skit? Was, no, I didn't, I didn't. I never really liked this guy. I, I, I kind of hate, you know, I yeah. took that one improv class like year one at UCB. Yeah. I hated everybody in there. Yeah. And it, the, the feeling was mutual. They hated me too. Right. You know, it was fine. Yeah. I tried to pull Hitler mm. into every skit that we did. Yeah. If I could. No, you should. But but was this one of those guys that's like really excitable, like when he performed? A little bit, but he was just one of those guys that was like, he was like so Jewish that everything was a joke about being Jewish, uh, you know? God. Yeah. And everything yeah. was like a jokey fucking yuck. Nothing was like in earnest. Everything was like, you know, everything had to, you know, somehow circled back to a fucking Simpsons quote or some bullshit, you know? <laughs> 
Like, he just you, irritated like, Did you me. grab him and throttle him? Be like, I wanted to. I will show you the serious side of life. I really wanted to. I mean, luckily, my sister's the kingdom not, of the mind. not friends with him anymore. Oh, that's good. Because later he was like, oh, I'm in love with you. Oh, wait, she was... Uh, oh, were they romantically involved? The never. Just friends. They oh, never okay. were. They were just friends. But he... Even though she was like married, he's like, oh, I think I'm in love with you. I'm picturing a Ben Stiller type. And she's like, yeah, well, if Ben Stiller looked like more Eddie Deason type. Hmm. Like, hi, I'm okay. Eddie Deason. Remember that guy from, he played nerds in a lot of 80s movies. Did he have like curly hair and was he kind of short? He was like balding, even though he was like 22, you know? Glasses. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can totally picture the type. Like he'd be like you see him and you want to hire him as your accountant just right away, kinda, you know. So no genetic sexual attraction, thankfully, well, on your end. No, but I was a weird part of me was infatuated with my biological grandmother. Wait, you 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 met did she was still alive at this point? She was alive at first. I never met her in person. She's dead now. I never met her in person. I talked to her a few times on the phone, and she kind of terrified me. She was a very cruel woman. Um, she was, and she was Southern. She, you know, she's really like, like from West Virginia, and she's had, you know, she was kind of like if you like if Scarlett O'Hara was, I don't know, Darth Vader, kind of is what she was like, you know. But she have a and breathing apparatus, like, and she was the most racist. Like I never, I mean, I'm from the Northeast, but I never encountered most of the racism I encountered was pretty subtle. You know, but she was but, overtly racist. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just and uh, couldn't even say a sentence without somehow bringing the N word in there, and also and just in weird archaic ways, like you know, never trust a Dutchman. <laughs> just like what, what? Like how do you even you know? And I and I was like telling her about my dad, you know, who raised me, and I was like, yeah, he's all right, but he has a really bad temper. And she's like, well, you know, those Jews, they have tempers. <laughs> So wait, so you never met her, but you were infatuated with her? There's a picture of her with my, from, I don't know, the 50s or something, where my mother's like a baby. My mother's like two, you know, or maybe it's the late 40s. And uh, she's holding her and the baby's kind of smiling and she's just like, just fucking stone-faced motherfucker just looking at the camera. Wow, like a like, frontiers woman or something. Yeah, just like... like- the pioneer I will here. fucking crush you kind of a look <laughs> and she looks actually exactly like Elizabeth Short the Black Dahlia oh wow yeah that's weird it's a strange photo and I was always kind of like fascinated by that photo fascinated she, or aroused a little bit of both wow no, a, little, a little fun mix of both you know <laughs> and uh, you know and uh, I was, it was intrigued me but I, I, I don't know I had a hard time talking to her Though we both like to drink a lot. You know, this actually does sound like an element of GSA. Because uh, in the book Forbidden Love, written by yeah. an author named Ganyo, I've never heard of this. She, su- she suggests that romantic love and erotic arousal may be the delayed result of missed bonding that would have normally taken place if the adoption didn't happen. Right. So, well, I mean, you know, you would have bonded mi- with your grandmother. Yeah. I mean, missed bonding also results in a lot of things, you know, uh, serious depression. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, you know, that's true. Um, drug abuse. Rampant drug use. Yeah, yeah. yeah all yeah, sorts yeah. of stuff. All sorts of Questionable fun. sexual behaviors, yep. proclivities. All sorts I, of great, I, I great think, things. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think we could diagnose many of your issues here. Yeah, but I mean, this. I remember one time it was, she died and I went with my sister to her house in Florida to kind of like look through it because we felt she had 
money and jewels hidden somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, did she? We didn't find them if she did. Oh. I tore that shit apart. I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them. <laughs> You're like, I need my drug yeah. money. There were a lot of Lawrence Welk records, but uh, <laughs> there was no, you know, I didn't find any money. I found a sock full of knives. <laughs> did you drawer. find any clan robes or anything like that nothing like that these um, daggers with swastikas on them she's one of these people that like collected newspaper clippings of events that happened that she felt were meaningful she i mean she was crazy you know yeah, like yeah, on the yeah. inside it of the, like it. on the inside of the door the inside of the front door she had a note taped on that said do not open unless police like she, had, she was kind of like starting to become demented, she's a survivalist, and or something. She's very paranoid and weird and kind of crazy. Did she have a bunker? She didn't have a bunker yeah, that I found after yeah. you know ripping out walls and things. <laughs> but there was also um, there were some photos I found of her, like old black and white photos from the forties or the, the long time ago. Cheesecake photos. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, she, the, the, I mean, just like her and her friend, her cousin or whatever, like in shorts. But it's like the 40s. That's racy at the time, Yeah, yeah that was like yeah, super yeah. racy. And, uh, Showing a little bit of leg. Probably some knees. I pocketed. No, quite a, like... Oh, even more so than knee. Just like you'd see around LA, man. Wow. So wait, you, know? you took the photos? Oh, yeah. Tell me you never masturbated to them. I'd really like to tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I would really like to I tell you it. that. I knew you yeah. did. God. <laughs> You don't still, do you? Do you still every now and then <laughs> pull us out? I don't actually know where they are anymore, to be honest. <laughs> These like sepia tone pictures of your grandmother in her wading suit. Not sepia tone, motherfucker. They're bla- they're like black, you know, like black and white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are they like, like old those- <laughs> pictures of Orson Welles or something? Remember you those know? old photos had those like frilled edges? Was yeah. It like that. Yeah. No, they didn't have the frilled edges. You know, they're all glued together yeah. with your ball milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> God. You're almost worse than this couple in this story. Oh, yeah. I'm worse than the fucking <laughs> mother who bangs her son somehow. You know? Sure. Okay. That is that is genetic, genetic sexual attraction. Mm. So get, getting back to this here. So this couple, um, this couple finally met uh, in January 2014. Okay. And they had mind-blowing sex. This prompted the son to leave his wife, Victoria. And he told her. He told his wife when he left her. He goes... Every time I have had sex with you since I met my mother, I imagine it's her that I'm kissing. Otherwise, I can't perform. Hmm. I have no feelings for you. Okay. Could you imagine hearing that from your significant other? It's like he's leaving you, not for just another woman. Yeah. He's leaving you for his mother. That's that, That's, yeah, that's hmm. like years of therapy, therapy there. I don't even know what I would do. Like, they had kids. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that just be like, uh, I, I don't even know if I'll hang out with dad anymore. I mean, maybe I'd get by. I, I, I'd probably get past it. Yeah. Like, would you be able to deal with your dad if he left, you know, if he left your mom to go have sex with his real mother? Like, to have a relationship with his bio mother? Yeah, but I have, like, I don't know. The only reason I can even deal with my dad is because he's a serial adulterer on some weird level. And you can relate? Or you just I, I can just, I relate... I have a hard time relating to people who aren't don't have serious flaws. Yeah, yeah. I Especially my that. father, I'd feel like he was like somehow above me and I wouldn't it would irritate the shit. Is it out of is me. it a misery loves company kind of thing? No, it's it's particularly I mean, I have a hard time trusting like I, I have a hard time trusting people that don't have serious flaws that I can figure out. And I have a hard well, in the same way that I have a hard time trusting people who don't drink 
Yeah, yeah unless yeah. they're recovered alcoholics, that's fine. That I can. But if you, if you don't drink, I'm just kind of like, what, what's your problem? What's what's going on here? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, what are you trying to hide? It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, so what the fuck was I talking about? What You're were you talking about? about your dad's serial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like you know, in the same way that like your father, you kind of have a content on some level. All men have a contentious relationship with their fathers, where they feel like they're not measuring up, or they're you know. Once okay, I realized how kind of fucked he was morally, and and, I, and this was after you know I had already had my huge issues with drug addictions i was like because after getting arrested after getting arrested for you know class a substances i wouldn't be able to deal with him i just wouldn't want him to have one over on me somehow and i would i wouldn't so so, so then by uh but the fact that he was a serial adulterer kind of put you guys on the same level yeah same playing field yeah eh, something to relate yeah. to you know yeah. i could see that and it, and it's just easier you know because he was a kind of an asshole to me as a child so it's easier for me to relate to him as someone who's just a fucked person, you know. Well, he never caught you jacking off the pictures of your grandmother, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No. Because, I, I mean, I can understand having issues with my son. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I definitely have a talk with my son about it. But um, So, yeah. So, the, this this guy here said, um, he told his wife, mm. you know, when I, when I met Kim, my mother, I couldn't think of her as my mom instead as a sexual being so a couple mm. years later they got together now they yeah. live in michigan mm. and have openly expressed that they'd like to get married mm. and have a child together she's 51 years old well He's, i mean my dad left my mom for uh, his secretary how old is she not that much around the same, around the same age. age yeah oh, okay. yeah but they weren't related no and and to be fair that's like when you go to dental school they teach you to do that it's it's kind of required you know when you're a dentist highest rate of suicide yeah dentist Although I'd love to party with dentists. I've always said that. I've said that, <laughs> that here on the show. I'd love to go to a dental convention in Vegas and just party with those guys. Actually, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I've heard they have a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, so in Michigan, an incestuous relationship between adults is punishable by up to 15 years in prison. And anyone convicted must register as a sex offender. So right now, the couple's currently hiding to avoid this possible sentence. But it makes me wonder, 15 years... 15 years. Isn't that a little How harsh? old is the dude? How old is the dude? He's uh, 32. She's 51. But, I, I don't... I mean, why? Why but is it That's what I'm saying. I was like, yeah. it, it just seems really harsh to me. You have two consenting adults. Yeah. I mean, sure, I don't think they should breed. And I am a bit disgusted that they're that they're having sex. But what um, are we, China? We're going to tell people not to breed now? Yeah. So, so, you know? so really, what is it? Just my moral repugnance? I'm morally outraged by it, but well, I mean, I mean what, there's a what reason are they really doing? They call incest porn taboo porn. It's because it's a taboo. It's a, yeah, it, it is know? taboo, but it makes me think it's a taboo, but should it be illegal? Should you be, should you be, have, have to register as a sex offender? If you, if you have sex with a dog, yes, I think that that's a, that's morally repugnant and mm. I think it should be punishable by a prison sentence. Yes. Like you, you should not be having sex with animals. But it's different if you're having sex with another human. Yeah. When the consent is in question, that's when things are illegal. In my, I, but I, I don't know. I'm not a good judge. I mean, I also think meth possession should be legal. So, I mean, I think, but you bring up a good point. Like, uh, you know, if it's a father having sex with his daughter and there's no consent, yes. Yeah. That, that's wrong. You I know, think there but, should be a, like a, you know, like when you rent a car, you have to be 25. You should have to be 25, At least 25 to, to have, fuck your sister. <laughs> to have you sex know? with your sister. You must be this tall to fuck your mom. But So is incest legal in any state? I just looked it up, and it, it, apparently it's not legal in any state. Although some states, it's, it's just 
uh, ancestors and descendants that's legal. And some it's ancestors and descendants and brothers and sisters and cousins and, you know, but it varies. Adopted children. Too, some though. states, there's like, I think maybe 10 states even adopted siblings or children or whatever. It's illegal. So like in New York, it's not, which is why Woody Allen, Woody Allen is able yeah, to not in jail. marry Sun Yi, <laughs> you know, but in a lot of states, uh, yeah, it's illegal with adoption. That, that's actually really mm. gross if you think about it. Sun Yi was how old? Like he raised that child. She was nineteen, I think. When they when they got married, though, right? But didn't he when raise her? Up. Like they adopted her. The, the Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. I think adopted they adopted her. her when she was twelve or something. Yeah, God. or something. I don't know. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. Pervert. But the rationale for prohibiting sibling incest, though, is just it's just not that mm. easy to find. Yeah. I mean, I though just, I mean, a lot of Jews have the Asian thing. I particularly don't really. Are the Asian fetish? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you if you but if you're one of those Jews like don't adopt someone from Asia. It's too it's too much. <laughs> but but I mean he was married to Mia Farrow. I mean she's not Asian at all. But he must have had that like that that Asian fetish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, that's so weird. I have a friend of mine that has that. He just only dates Asian women. And he, and he actually tried to justify it once as like you know, Jews and Asians have some kind of understanding because of I don't know, math and schoolwork or something, you know? <laughs> it's just like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but in this case, if you think about it, these partners here met as virtual strangers. And the relationship was one between consenting adults. Sure, right. they are biologically mother and son, but she never raised him. You know, they just yeah. met each other. Right. So do you think they, they should not be allowed to, to, to have sex? To have relations? I think they should be allowed to do whatever they want if they're both adults. Um, I mean, the, 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 the thing that I guess, you know, the reason it's a taboo is because of, uh, I don't know, you end up with a lot of retarded flipper babies, presumably. Well, passing on genetic diseases. Or like those really, you know, the, the fucking Wolfman, you know, dukes. You know, the, but, those, those, all those portraits of like royal family members where they're like, the look like the fucking elephant man or have hair all over their face and you know what i mean like that's what that that's what happens when but you if do you this. think about that though then should all prospective parents undergo genetic screening because if you're going to give birth to a down syndrome kid should you not I'm, be allowed to breed look i'm just explaining why it's a taboo i'm not saying anybody should be prohibited from I thought doing you're that. espousing eugenics here no <laughs> no i think it makes life yeah. more interesting maybe we'll get some mm. more microcephalics i mean mm, the only thing that would make me think, oh, maybe we should do that, is just because of overpopulation. Yeah, I mean, I can see that too. But but, but if you think about it, you know, it's I think it's a a cultural issue. I think the prohibition of incest and the mm. taboo is like a, it's it's from cultural history, and it's not a religious thing. No, I mean the, it, Bible, the Bible. It's just like you're allowed to have sex you know, with your sister. Yeah, it's just like you know a literary sister fuck the whole book. <laughs> but I know? mean, even throughout history, though, like Bach, he married his cousin. Uh, right. Cleopatra married Seba two of her brothers. Sebastian Buck. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wish. <laughs> he married a stripper. Worked at Jumbos. Mm. Uh, but uh, Cle you know, Cleopatra married her did two he brothers. Really? No, but oh. I, I'm not okay. sure. But I know he did marry a, a yeah. stripper, though. I read, mm. I read something about. That. I, mean, I don't know if she worked at Jumbos, but um, but you, you wonder about it. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a moral issue. But I mean, it's a strange beast, morality. You know, and and are, it, it, should you legislate incest laws? you know, blanket incest laws across the states, you know, across every state, or should it be a state rule? You'd think the South would have been like, ah, incest is all right. 
No, actually, it's it, like in Alabama, the even adopted siblings are prohibited from fucking. But I guess, but they're fighting a stereotype. Yeah, the, maybe. the stereotype yeah. that yeah. they're trying to. But I mean, I I do think that there there should be limits, though. I mean, because well, what if a, a state banned interracial marriage? I mean, wasn't that immoral back yeah, in I mean, like the fifties? That's the problem with state rights. You know? you know, that's why up until I don't know what when was that this Supreme Court decision up until maybe 2012 um, states in the South weren't allowed to pass any fucking laws about voting without like federal approval. Wow, really? Up until yeah. 2012? Up until 2012, the South was not allowed to do that. And then the Supreme Court was like, ah, you know what? There's no racism anymore, so it's fine. And then as soon as the Supreme Court did that, the South started having all these voter ID laws. And that's what's, you know, that's, Basically, if any Republican gets elected exactly, anymore, it's because of that. It's not because of people like Republicans. No. I, you know, I, I I think when it comes down to it, I'm not sure that it really should be illegal. I, I am kind of repulsed by the idea of having sex with my mother. But right. that's because she raised me. You and know? she's and dead. Just, it, and she's dead. That's, yeah. it. that's another reason. So but I be... mean, but I, I, I think in general... Mm. <laughs> it's the ick factor is there with incest, yeah. and that that's the reason why it'd be it's like taboo. it'd be like fucking a sack full of meat, full of worms, you know. <laughs> well, at this point, I don't yeah. know if there's any meat left. But, okay, uh, yeah, but you know, be a lot of uh, bones to have sex with. Mm. But yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. It's like I think it's I think it's it's gross. Right. And I think there's an ick factor, but is it should it be punishable by 15 years in prison? No, it's insane. I, I think it's insane who too. gets hurt in this situation. The two you know? consensual adults. Yeah. yeah. I think if you if you reach over the age if you're over the age of 25, mm. you should be able to fuck your mom. Right. Yeah. Other I, than uh, you know His Royal Highness Count Flipper Baby, you know <laughs> who really gets hurt. Do so at your own risk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, people, this is episode 527 here of Sick and Wrong. Um, we have some uh, news coming up and uh, phone calls a little later in the show. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah. Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So Harrison, the yeah. uh, GOP convention is coming up in uh, July, <laughs> and uh, apparently, oh, tell me more. Apparently, mm. you can rent out the childhood home of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer, and the location of his very first murder, uh, which is weird because I, I mean, I thought I thought that he was. Wait a minute, he killed somebody was, in that house when he yeah, was a kid. It was his first murder, not when he was a kid, he was a teenager. Huh. When he was eighteen. Uh, his, the, they say the first murder. It was in 1978. Yeah. Dahmer murdered and dismembered a man by the name of Stephen Hicks on the property. He's oh. buried there. They found the bones there. Oh. So and there's probably like all sorts of, like under the porch crawl space, there's probably like dogs he killed, like buried cats or dog something. skeletons. Yeah. You sell that like shit a, on eBay. I mean, come pets. on, guys. Just dig the whole fucking thing up. You know, but that's a, like a that's an entrepreneurial opportunity, right did there. They, did they do that with uh, Gacy? They found all sorts of bones. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they, yeah, they found I don't know thirty six teenage boys under the porch crawl space. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, it's a three bedroom home, two full baths, two thousand one hundred seventy square feet of space. Mm. 
It could be yours for uh, ten grand a month. It was listed for eight thousand, but I guarantee it's because they said Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home. Hmm. You know, I'm surprised. You'd think you could actually have a really good GOP convention. You just rent the thing out, barbecue, vote yeah. for Trump. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Might work out. Um, did you ever see the uh, interview with Dahmer's dad? Yes. Where he was talking about his son. It's like he's like, you know, he was a good boy while he's growing up. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. It's like, how would you? I mean, looking yeah. at that kid, he was so weird. Yeah, and I mean, he I mean, was, you know, you have to... There was something off about him. Yeah. yeah. You have to also notice, you know, I don't know, the dog head on a pike in the backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of the guy who wrote the comic book about... Oh, my Thomas friend Dahmer. That's, um... I forget the guy. He's, he, we yeah. interviewed him on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was on the show a few yeah. years ago. And he was, mm. he was, you know, he used to kick it, like hang out with yeah. Dahmer. They're it's a buds. great book. It's a yeah, great book. It's, it's a good comic. I should yeah. get that, actually. But well, anyway... Because the whole thing about the book is that Jeffrey Dahmer was, you know, even when he was like 11, he would just sit there in class and drink vodka out of Dixie cups <laughs> to deal with being in school. And he would also, um, to avoid just to not make, killing his classmates, just to make people like him and laugh, he'd imitate some kind of his mother's interior decorator, who's some kind of guy who had some mental problem. And he'd be like, I'm a decorator. <laughs> and then everybody would laugh. And that's like why he was popular, you know. Was yeah. Dahmer popular? They he did that and people thought it was hilarious, you know. <laughs> and I mean, he was popular in the way that, like, you know, I don't know if you're in a classroom, the really drunk guy would be kind of fun. But they, sometimes the, the kid that would just fart and like the awkward pauses, you know, yeah. it's, it's like the, the awkward silent moments mm -hmm. during the exam or something. Um, yeah, you know, Dahmer's house. Why not? Run right. out, have fun. Um, did you hear about this? Someone sent this in, actually. Nicole. You she seen says, this? You heard about this? Nicole wrote in. Yeah. She goes, do you guys play this game to warm up for the show? Uh, you know, Nicole, we don't really do that. Harrison has his chance that he makes. Yeah, you didn't say what the game is. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, You're I'm, getting, I'm getting into it. I do, have ch do I have chance? You, you do your little chants. Like sometimes you speak mm. in tongues. That's true, yeah. You know, before you sing songs or something. That's your warm up. Right. Me, I just kind of sit here and uh, yeah. I gargle salt water. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all, you know, that's all part of my uh, Salvadoran Pentecostal church that I belong to now. So I, mean, I speak in tongues now. It makes sense. Yeah. New Jersey high schoolers play sick Jew versus Nazi drinking game called Holocaust Pong or Alcoholocaust. It's called. Why are I, the Jews sick? No, it's they play a sick Jew versus Nazi game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And, but Jews are kind of sick at yeah. times. At, I mean, in the camps, sure. Yeah. They don't Amen. get enough to eat, you know? Um, yeah. So what happened here, there was a photo that was posted to Snapchat that showed two New Jersey high schoolers mm. playing a drinking game based on the Holocaust. Um, and then they proudly displayed their sick round of Jews versus Nazis on social media. You had this little social justice warrior who was a junior at the high school named Jamaica Ponder. Um, she exposed a game called Holocaust Pong on her mm. personal blog. She says, perhaps it's a joke, but then I guess the punchline would be genocide. Pardon me if I don't find that to be hilarious. Gotta hate this girl. Yeah. You know, because it is funny. And what happened to these kids? So it, it, it became, a, you know, a, a, a case of moral outrage. Um, the superintendent's disgusted. The principal's disgusted. The whole district's discussing the matter with the students involved and their families. He's declined to discuss any possible punishments for the game and the underage drinking. Mm. I, I think the, 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 the main thing here is don't post yourself drinking 
to social media. Just don't post those. You can play your game. Yeah, but these kids now, they don't understand. You have to do that. Yeah, everything has to, to go take, online. I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad Facebook didn't exist when I was in high school. Yeah. But I mean, by that same logic, like, I don't know, if Steven Spielberg made Raiders of the Lost Ark, now he'd be vilified, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's a group of Like, you're making light of the, you know, the not, like, fuck you, honestly. Um, This uh, social justice warrior that exposed this whole thing said she was disgusted when she saw photos of her Mm -hmm. classmates, several of them who were actually Jewish, playing the game. But you guys think about it. I'd play this game. Yeah, it sounds great. Would you? Yeah. I mean, let's, to, let's punish imagination with yeah. children. Yeah. Listen to, let's listen just, to how impressive please. this is. A rules guide on drinkinggamezone.com gives Nazis... Well, there's a site called drinkinggamezone.com. Never heard of that. G- mm, drinkinggamezone.com. Mm. You give Nazis the right to blitzkrieg or shoot until they miss... And to Auschwitz or pick any Jewish player to sit out until another player on the team gets a ball in the other team's cup. We should do this on the show. We should have, I don't know, fucking Ryan Keeley come over and... Uh, and play a game of... Uh, you know, I don't know, um, William E. Jones, somebody, you know, and, and we'll play this game. So you have to, like, split yourselves up. There's some, some team, one part of the... One team is Nazis, one team's Jews. Mm-hmm. And uh, for its part, the Jewish team can Anne Frank, which allows them to hide a cup of cup off the table from the other team, so you can hide a cup. Ah, yeah, Anne Frank. This is great. The game requires sixty cups of beer, many yeah. more than the regular game of beer pong. And uh, yeah, and apparently it's shaped like a Jewish star. Hmm. So it's like a large Jewish star. Wow, they really put some effort into this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, this is like. If I was a superintendent or a teacher mm. at the school, I'd be like, wow, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. Like you guys know about Anne Frank, yeah. Blitzkrieg, be like, just, Auschwitz. You know, don't like, keep it, you know, don't post it online. Just yeah. do it. So, uh, of course, they have to get a quote from the mm. director of the Anti-Defamation League here, Josh mm. Cohen. He says, I think an incident like this underscores and highlights a number of different issues. One, the trivial- trivialization of Nazis, Hitler, and anti-Semitism. And number two, it underscores the critical need for Holocaust education hmm. in schools. But if you think about it, I mean, Hitler is trivialized. I mean, he's basically a meme now. I bet you yeah. a lot of high school kids, you know, are more familiar with those videos of Hitler from uh, the movie Downfall being upset about not being able to get to Burning Man yeah. than they are with the atrocities they actually committed. Right. And I, they probably think 9-11 is a band, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. Like, they don't know about stuff, you, you know? know? Have you ever been to the Museum of Tolerance? No, but you talk about it, like, every day. I love that place. I know. But anyway, I went there a couple of years ago, and I remember yeah. there were groups of high school students going mm. through it. And at one point, there was, like, a Holocaust survivor. She was, like, in her 90s. And she was, like, telling, I don't know, a story about the Holocaust or something. <laughs> in the gas chamber. They they actually have, they've <laughs> replicated the gas chamber. And she's telling a story about being in, in Auschwitz in the gas chamber. And she's like, we're in yeah. a gas chamber. Yeah. And all these high school students are just sitting there on their phones, looking mm. at Facebook. <laughs> just to give a shit. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, you need mm. more Holocaust education in schools. Because obviously yeah. these kids care nothing yeah. about anything but, like, the Kardashians and Instagram. God, wasted, wasted youth. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, how are you got to make learning fun? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what the shit? I, would, I mean, exactly. Yeah. And what, what yeah. better way to learn about the Holocaust than through yeah. a drinking game? Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're trivializing, you know, the third. When is that done uh, in popular culture? No, oh, never. <laughs> you know, it's, it's only every other fucking comic book <laughs> or shitty movie is about Nazi zombies, video game. You know, like, 
<sighs> it's not the first time. Yeah. What do you have here for you? Have a story. Yeah. It's like the thing about you know my buddy you know Jared has that book that's out right, and the the basically the point of it is, and this is how I feel about you know everyone getting outraged on Twitter and everything. You know, people are using Twitter as a platform for social justice and moral outrage about various things, but they're posting on Twitter using devices made by slaves in China. In China. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suicidal slaves who aren't even allowed to kill themselves. So here, here they are, you know, yeah. about, you know, declaring their moral outrage about something. Yeah. You know, yet, you know, using a tool, yeah. an implement made by child uh, slaves. There you go. Yep. Anyway. Hypocrisy at its finest. What do you have here for the next story? Oh, man. All right. So, Michael Stephen Hawkins, 29, a carnival worker known as Zombie Mike due to a lack of personal hygiene, is wanted for raping a mentally challenged wheelchair-bound woman and a woman at a family gathering. That's a hell of a headline. Yeah. But that's not the headline. That's oh, the okay, first. But- the headline was quite just, a synopsis. Was here. poorly written. I didn't like it. This so could just, be a this yeah. could be an amazing horror movie. And this is sent in from Ted, by the way. Zombie Mike. Yeah, and I mean, this is basically like that whole sentence is like, I don't know. In other news, the sky is blue. You know, <laughs> what a carny named Zombie Mike raped like. But wait, so someone at a family gathering? Okay, I mean that's. So he smells so putrid that they name him Zombie Mike. He smells like a dead person. I mean, I hope. That they named him that, and he didn't name. Oh, if he, I used it's to, a self-imposed he, moniker. Yeah, I used to know a guy Hate when that. I was in high school. Who was like, "Call me Punk Rock Mike," and I'm like, "I absolutely will not do that <laughs> at all." I steadfastly refuse yeah. to call you by your self-appointed nickname. No, don't do it. But I mean, don't invite a guy named Zombie Mike to a family gathering. Well, because he smells like a dead person, right. like a rotting carcass. And also, you should tend to avoid people with nicknames like that. I do, do actually, you know, you know, to be honest, don't hang out with Carney. Workers. Like Minnesota Fats or just, Cleveland Joe. Just don't, you know. I just just leave Carney workers to hang out with other Carney work, yeah. workers. Yeah, their own kind. Though you know, if you're if you're doing some deals with some uh, incestuous microcephalic offspring, then you deal with them. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. then you can actually you know make a little money. Yeah, get some free tickets for the Tilt a Whirl. <laughs> yeah. That falls apart and kills you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Zombie so, Mike. So Hawkins is charged with first degree rape of someone physically helpless, first degree aggravated sex abuse, and third degree criminal sex act involving someone incapable of consent. Well, so, so it's worse to rape someone who's helpless than to rape somebody who's physically able? Yep. You'd think the physically able rape would be worse because you actually have to be more violent. At least in uh, do you, Delaware, where is this? It doesn't say because this is written by a, a stay-at-home mom who makes about $12 <laughs> an hour to write articles, you know? Um, I'm sorry, what were you asking me? No, I'm just saying, yeah. I, if, if I had to impose a penalty for rape, yeah. I would say you're raping an, mm. an able-bodied person. That means it's probably more of a violent rape than someone who's a vegetable because you could just stick your dick into them and they can't do anything. It's one of those weird parts of legislation where it's like, don't just don't qualify it. You know, just yeah. yeah. Rape is rape. Yeah. 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 Although sometimes statutory rape is weird, you know, 
Well, yeah, that's a gray yeah. area. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to, like, yeah. condone this. I'm going to leave this whole topic yeah. out of I'm here. I'm not going to pick that battle for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to zombie yeah. Mike raping yeah. the, uh, the, the wheelchair bound. Yeah, God forbid we uh, veer away from that topic. <laughs> in 2012, the family of the wheelchair-bound woman invited Hawkins in to stay with them overnight. See, that's your first mistake. That's a big <laughs> mistake. <Don't> do that. <laughs> He's a carny worker. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I, I don't want to blame the victims, but yeah, you know. He's called Zombie Mike because he smells like a dead person. Yeah. Don't invite him in your home. Yeah. I mean, come on. All right. They're probably Christian. He allegedly waited for the family to fall asleep before the rape take place. Uh, a year later, he showed up at his best friend's family gathering in Rotterdam, New York. There, he raped his friend's wife. He, That's ha- his best friend? Yeah. God, this guy sucks. Yeah. Hawkins is considered a survivalist and can live in the woods off scraps. Yeah. Wow. So he's just like climbing up trees and and pulling eggs out of birds' nests and shit, you know? You know, if anyone's the offspring (laughs) of inbreeding, I'm thinking this guy. I kind of wish I could do that, you know? Just Just like, like, (laughs) I'm going to go, yeah, like I'm just going to go live in the woods for a month and be. Uh, You know, I've often thought about that. Like Like fucking Wolverine. Well, I've often thought about, like, if I ever escape from prison and have to go hide out in the woods, I'd be fucked. I don't even know how to pitch a tent. Yeah. I don't even know what I would do. I think about doing that just when I'm, like, disappointed with life and the internet and stuff. Run off into the wilderness. Just, like, be a weirdo. Yeah, why not? Yeah. There's a, if you have any information on this, because I'm sure some of our listeners know this guy. Uh, there is a five thousand dollar reward <laughs> for Zombie so, Mike. Yeah, that's that's some McMansion you know, money down in wherever the fuck this is. It's kind know, of so. scary to think that this guy could be living in your backyard. He literally is living in your backyard. Yeah, oh, it's scary. Yeah, uh, so, and he's into raping handicapped people. Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. Could uh, could inc- incestuous carny rapist be living in your backyard? <laughs> The answer may surprise you. That's my, that would be my news anchor thing. Uh, Catchphrase there. Uh, He used to work for a traveling carnival company. Again, these are just things that are true. You know, there's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which went from New Jersey to North Carolina. And police believe he might have fallen back into that line of work. (laughs) So he might have been, you know, he's not, uh, you know, he's not working as a CPA. How, how right come now, you've never tried to do that? You tend to get some weird jobs. Like, you know, the uh, subpoena job. Right. I've had a lot server. of weird jobs. Uh, ice cream truck driver. I've done a lot of those weird things. Could you be a carny? Sure. I mean, I mean what, what are the qualifications? Uh, I think you need to, like, talk really fast and loud. <laughs> you gotta speak in the carny voice. Yeah, they have, like, yeah. a pigeon English. Yeah, there's, like, a test you have to fail. That you take a test and you have to fail it. If you pass it, you don't, you know. I think what would happen is... The same way they do that with cops sometimes in some states. I I think you have too many teeth. You have all your teeth. I do, yeah. And you're missing tattoos. Right. You have people's names, visible tattoos of people's names. And then they might, I don't know. I think one of the actual reasons I've never tried, I probably would try to do that, but Freaks, you ever see that movie Freaks? Yeah, Top Brownies Freaks. Yeah, it freaked me out, you know. At the end, because I don't want to get fucking tarred and feathered and have my limbs cut off and then oh because you're yeah because you cross them yeah you don't want to cross them weeble wobble one of us yeah so no I'm not doing that oh let's see (laughs) anyway so uh (laughs) here we go we got some more stuff back to zombie Mike yeah yeah he has a scar on his face 
a burn mark scar on his right arm, and a chest tattoo of the Grim Reaper. Now that is that's the prerequisite for Cardi. Yeah, visible facial scars, right. bad tattoos of the Grim Reaper on your chest. Yeah, there like you that go. was probably done by the guy that that makes the elephant ears. Yeah, or in or in prison. Or in you prison. Know. Yeah. So it was probably done by fucking Count Flipper Baby in a goddamn tent somewhere. <laughs> that he's fucking afterwards. Right. <laughs> yeah. He is known to have a temper and abuse alcohol, Go according figure. to according to police. I mean, I doubt that. That doesn't sound realistic. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Zombie Mike. On the loose. On the loose. Survivalist. He could be hiding in one of seven states. Can you guess which state? If you guess which state, you win a t-shirt. Yeah. God, that's scary. Yeah. $5,000, though, for his reward. Uh-huh. $5,000, guys. Grab your shotguns, you know? Grab your, find them. Grab your zip ties. <laughs> uh, get out there. Hit the road, you know? Bounty hunter. That might be a good job for Pound you. the pavement. Yeah, I'll, yeah I can yeah, do it's yeah. a, it's a, That's like advanced level process mm. serving. I I'm, can see that. I'm kind of beyond fearing death these days, so, you know, could work. Although, I wouldn't want to... Uh, you know, hang, spend a night with Zombie Mike. Ooh, yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Fate worse than death there. You just keep him in a big suitcase. You know, you don't have to listen to him. Something. Yeah. Um, last story here. A woman fed husband to her dog piece by piece until he died. And, uh, you know, at, at first when I was reading this, I was thinking, wow, what, what happened here? Like, why would a woman do this? Right. And then I found out she's Russian. Yes. Russian women. Don't date them. Don't marry them. Russian women scare me. They much, frighten me. Much like Drago, they will crush you. They will crush you. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this is not even just like, she didn't just off her husband. She didn't just kill her husband. She literally fed him to their dog. Okay. That, only a Russian woman would do that. Probably, yeah. Most, I mean, women, most women would not be that malevolent. Cultures with, a, with, a, with an inherent sense of vendetta... Would, do, would do something like yeah. that, yeah. A Russian-born newlywed slowly butchered her German husband, feeding strips of his flesh to their dog until he took his last breath and died. Her name is Svetlana Batukova, 46 years old. She's accused of the drug-fueled weekend slaying of Horst Hans Hankels. Number 66. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's 66. Okay. And uh, this happened at their posh home in Spain. So Svetlana I am Horst killed Hans Hankels. <laughs> Horst Hans Hankels. Mm. Uh, Batukova, who regularly posted pictures online of herself cuddling her Staffordshire Bull Terrier, uh, stabbed Hankels with a kitchen knife. Mm -hmm. As he lay bleeding on the floor, she carved off slices of his arm down to the bone and hand-fed them to their beloved dog. Mm. Yeah. She waited hours to call the cops. I don't even know why she called the cops. Yeah, why? Actually. Just... Uh, when police arrived at their Spanish resort community... They found her standing next to a pool of Hankel's blood, petting the dog. Hmm. This is this is why you should never marry a Russian. Right. You really shouldn't. Um, police believe Batukova, who's a self-confessed cocaine addict, was high and drunk at the time. She must probably was doing some really good blow. Yeah. I mean, to be like, I'm going to murder my husband and feed him to the dog. Right. Yeah, that's some premium shit right because if i don't know if she'd stop to think about it put some thought into it she probably could have killed him without anybody even knowing you know yeah i mean i don't even know why she called the cops Jesus. uh they're also investigating whether or not she drugged horse tons hankles before the slaying uh, but the autopsy didn't okay. show any defensive wounds 
Um, however, right. this is a, this is a good thing to point out. He had recently had surgery on his trachea, rendering him speechless. So he couldn't even scream while she's cutting pieces of him to feed to the dog. It's like uh, Johnny got his gun. I think I'm in love. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this girl sounds like your type, actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, authorities are still investigating what drove her to kill Hankles, uh, whom she married after two stormy years together. Oh. So they hate each other, and they're just yeah. like, you know, marriage might fix this. Yeah. It will be fine. <laughs> She even, uh, Hankles even found out, thinking this, this probably uh, inspired a row. She allegedly approached a man in a bar and asked him to murder her husband for $57,000. I'm sure it was his money. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you wouldn't hear about it, but so often you hear about those stories where it's like somebody tried to hire a hitman, but it turns out they were an undercover cop. Yeah, that, that, that happens quite Like, frequently. are there any hitmen anymore? Or are they all undercover cops, you know? Well, it didn't even sound like, uh, did she know this guy was a hitman or is it just a random guy at a bar that she's like, hey, would you murder my husband? <laughs> I got 57 grand on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Which apparently she didn't get in trouble for in Spain. I guess you can proposition guys at bars to murder your husband. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but she did seem unhappy on social media, or at least with the dog. There are several pictures of her wrapping her arms around the dog, kissing the dog while uh, he licked her lips. And another snap, there's a picture of her and the dog both wearing sunglasses. I hope she took a selfie of herself feeding her husband to the dog. I'd love to see you that. Know, I would like yeah. to see that, too. Yeah. Um, but all in all, in conclusion here, don't marry a yeah. Russian. Just don't date Russians. Don't marry Russians. Yeah. You can hang out with them because they get good drugs. And yeah. They're fun. We're having, just don't marry them. We're having a contest. If you, uh, if you, uh, you know, feed your spouse to your dog, if you take a picture of it with the face swap app where you swap faces <laughs> with your dog while it's eating your spouse. It's eating your spouse, yeah. You, you win, win a t-shirt. <laughs> People send your stories, Zika Rock Podcast at hotmail.com. Phone calls coming up next, 206-666-3846 is that number. But first, here's another word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life, go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Remember, people, under three minutes. You got to keep those calls under three minutes because we don't have time. Yeah, we, we don't have time to play five-minute phone calls. 
Yeah, D's got. Uh, I got places to be, D's things got, to do. Yeah, D's got chicks to bang, so he yeah. can not <laughs> let me into the fucking house to record the podcast. So I have to do. Yeah, yeah. I have my my things that I yeah. have to do. My my responsibilities. Anyway, the first call that we got here, mm. I I didn't even label them out. So it's Harrison's choice for the first call. What's oh, it's it? Harrison's choice. Harrison's right. choice. Well, keep in mind, I haven't listened to these, so I don't actually know what they are. Pick them at random. All right, here we go. Hey, second wrong. This is Alex. Oh, this guy. Uh, Tokyo story. I'm going to tell you a little story about my trip to Tokyo. And coming up next, what is Tommy Saxondale up to? Find out on BBC Three. This guy sounds like the guy at the end of shows on the BBC. Oh, yeah, he totally does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming up next on BBC One. Well, just one of the stories. I've got a few, so might ring back in the future. But uh, today I'm going to tell you about the Maid Cafe which, as it says on the tin, is just a cafe run by loads of hot girls in sexy maid outfits. I went there, actually. Did you go to the maid cafe? I did, yeah. Is, it, is that what it is? It's just a cafe with French maids? Yeah. They're just in, like, weird anime maid outfits, and they serve you fucking tea and shit, you know? I mean, there's no, like, uh, sexual, like, touching or anything like that? There might be. I mean, I you know, I'm not going to cross that line, you know? But, I mean, did it seem like a sexually charged atmosphere? Oh, or yeah. Or was it just... Very, oh, okay. Yeah, it's so like... It, well, it's like perverts, and then it's like foreign tourists who are like, it's funny because of whatever, you know? I guess hmm. like me. Although, I didn't... I was actually... We left pretty soon. I was kind of weirded out by it, to be honest. It, it sounds odd. Yeah. But they kind of make them talk really high-pitched, like they're some kind of anime character. Oh, dude, they do that. I remember when I was in Hirojoku... My friend, the girl I was with, she was like, I wanted to go into this store where they sell like fucking gothic Lolita clothes, you know? And the girl at the counter, we went in and she's like, hello, how are you? Like she talked like that fucking Jean-Benet Ramsey or something. It was... I, I, how I, old was she though? Was she like a like a 30-year-old woman? No, she. I mean, she was probably 21, but she literally was talking like she just came out of the fucking womb. Yeah, it's so like, creepy. I, I literally just like stared and backed out of the store slowly. <laughs> like I was... Awkward ooh. boner. Yeah. And they make them wear these huge contact lenses so they look like cartoons. And, uh, yeah, the whole experience is just weird. So we're in there and we get shown to our table. Can you imagine if, if Dr. Mengele, if anime was around when Dr. Mengele was living? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he would have been into it? Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, I carved this Jew up to look like Pikachu, you know? <laughs> Oh man, you gotta catch them all. Yeah, you know, all the all the Jewish twins. That would be a good comic book. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Don't give away and, your uh, ideas. They picked the only Western girl who worked there to come talk to us because we were so incredibly white. Uh, and she points us out the rules uh, on the menu and says things like, "Do not touch the girls. Do not take pictures with the girls unless you have their consent. Do not ask them for personal information." You know, just basically, don't be a sick pervert. It's right. just kind of weird to see that on the menu. Uh, I looked around, and apart from the couple of girls who were in our sort of group, the only girls in there were working there. So it's just filled with, like, you know, those kind of, like, nerdy, fat guys or the occasional guy in a suit. Yeah. It's just very misogynistic. It's just completely different to anything I'd seen back in the UK. Are these sexy French maid outfits? I mean, they're like... Yeah, they're sexy and they're like... Like you can see like uh, breasts and you know, the under butt. 
like is it revealing sex outfits they're not like sexy that, outfits? they're not that small you know okay yeah. all right but i mean is it like a- it's just kind of like when you go to that you know that restaurant that's down on like santa monica where it's like Bumberslaw or whatever. It's near that deli. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like they, all hip, but all the chicks have the like... The chicks sh- are really sexy. Yeah. I it's kind of like a Hooters. It's really just like Hooters. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, it's like yeah. Hooters, but, but Japanese it's like, girls are French made outfits. It's like otaku Hooters, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever. We got that here. It's fine. Uh, so the girl's showing us through the menu and uh, she explains to us that the theme of the place is that it's our home. So when we go to the cafe, we're coming home and all the maids there are our servants and they're meant to please us, the masters. And uh, that you can do all kinds of Hooters. shit with them. Like you can... What's that? That doesn't happen at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> coming up on BBC Two, it's Mengele Loves and Frankenstein. <laughs> Pay a bit of money, you can get your picture taken with them or you can, you can go up on stage and play games with them. This creepy old man with like rickets or something made some twenty-two-year-old player hula hoop game with her on stage. Was, you know, if if it hadn't been for the fact that it was real life, it would have been really funny. Wow, they didn't do any of that when I was there. That sounds great. Yeah, no, this actually sounds kind of yeah. cool. I would definitely check this out. Um, so anyway, we uh, were about to leave the place, and uh, they go, "Oh wait, wait, wait!" Because you didn't touch any of the girls or harass them you get a certificate for being so well behaved <laughs> so we all got certificates for being well behaved which that's like a Willy Wonka when it's like because you apologize for stealing the gobstopper you get the factory now you know <laughs> so what so so you didn't yeah. violate these girls it's like here, here's your 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 yeah. your certificate mm. of yeah. completion like your yeah here's your certificate of excellence for not being a pervert <laughs> it's weird I hope he framed it. Uh, you lose. Uh, a good day, sir. <laughs> you get nothing. Came with like a discount membership card. They wrote our names on the back and uh, said, what's your name? Alex. Okay. How do you spell that? A-L-E-X. Japanese girl's writing it for me. Asks me how to draw an L. I show her, like wave my finger in the air in an L shape. And she still writes an R. So I have wow. a membership card to this cafe with Arix written on it. Yeah they, yeah, they have a hard time with that. <laughs> with the L's and yeah. the R's, but I yeah. didn't think writing it would be that big of a deal. I know speaking, you know, it's hard to distinguish between the L and the R. They're probably trained to do that at the cafe. You know? <laughs> yeah. And the L is an R. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens, Arix. you know, when you, when you give out participation trophies in Little League, you know? <laughs> People get certificates for not, you know, raping uh, yeah. Japanese girls. That's what Everybody's got to get an award. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Where's my parade, yeah. you know? Hope you enjoy that, guys. Uh, keep it safe, keep it wrong. And Harrison, don't let the haters rustle your feathers. Peace. <laughs> I had to slip in a feather comment. Ah, yeah, the, go go for the, the, the low-hanging fruit of comedy there, buddy. <laughs> I was just so, about to compliment your lovely voice and, you know... <laughs> Um, did you end up getting a certificate or did you, uh, were they just like, hey, he's a pervert as soon as you came no, in? No, we left early because it was oh, just okay. kind of sad. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to go check out Tokyo. Do they have mm. real strip clubs in Tokyo? Yes. So like nude strip clubs like they do here? Yes. So then why would you go to the French maid cafe? Actually, I don't know. I'm just saying yes, but I'm assuming, yeah. Uh, because it's, I mean, why do people go to Hooters, you know? 
The hot it's wings. not because of the food. <laughs> no, I've eaten there once. The food is literally the worst thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> and I eat, most of my meals come out of a fucking microwave, you know? And this was literally, it was just garbage. Do you think they go to Hooters? And my because... waitress was pregnant, like eight months pregnant. God, and she was still wearing the outfit yeah. and the shorts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's nightmarish. Hey, I mean, it's employment laws. You know, you All can't, right. yeah. Whatever, moving on. Second call. I know we got a call about a gay Vietnam veteran. Speaking of where's my parade, here we go. D. Harrison, what's going on, guys? Um, I was going to call in last week with this story, and I wish I had, given the nature of your most recent guest. Um, I have a friend, a pretty good friend. I believe he's talking about uh, William E. Jones. Oh, yeah, we had William talking about People uh, really liked that episode. The Boyd McDonald book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An uh, older gentleman who is a, a gay Vietnam vet, and uh, he, I found out recently that he was being harassed by somebody, I mean, not just harassed, but also threatened, and and I don't like my friends being treated that way, I'm a little bit of a, I don't know, I don't know if I'm a white knight or whatever, but, so, he, being a Vietnam... He's a white knight in the Ku Klux Klan. Cherub of justice over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm a, a, a dragon master. What do they call the, the people in the... The, the, the Grand the, Wizard. The Grand Wizard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 God, nerds. Vietnam vet. I was pretty sure he could handle a firearm, so I grabbed one of my spare pistols, and yes, I have several, and brought them up there, or brought one up there, and just wanted to make sure that, you know, nothing happened to him because it would break my heart. Oh, and I was, hold on one second. I'm a little confused he, here. So this guy has a friend who's a gay Vietnam veteran, mm. and this gay Vietnam veteran is being harassed by some homophobes? He didn't even go into detail as to why he's being harassed. And so now how. this guy has his scare pistol collection. He's got th- three pistols. Although, Who is he? Like Phoenix Jones, like the superhero or something? Like, well, why? Why is he? I mean, we live in, you know, anywhere in America other than, I don't know, you know, the West Coast and the, you know, the Upper East Coast. Everyone's got like four guns, you know? The, the, so the Punisher is coming over here <laughs> to go uh, protect the gay Vietnam veterans. All right. Yeah feel personally responsible for not helping him out and I went up there and we're chatting and of course you know I, I have no boundaries I'm totally inappropriate I'm, I'm the kind of asshole that would ask the old black guy what it was like to grow up in Mississippi I mean that's fine you know <laughs> that, why, why would a black yeah. guy care about that yeah but I mean I've asked women on dates how many abortions they've had so I'm not a guy <laughs> to really talk about anything anyway you know All right. so of course I start asking him about being gay in Vietnam and He's telling me all these crazy stories about having sex with superior officers and like, uh, I mean, it was pretty fucking wild. And then he moves on to stories about local married men in the neighborhood that would come and show up at his house at like three o'clock in the morning drunk, like, I just try to, you know, never been gay, but I'm thinking about it and like clearly looking for a blowjob. And so what is he like? <clears throat> what is he like the village gay? Is there just one gay guy? And so all the married men are just like, oh, it's got to go to the village gay's house to get a blowjob. I think so, yeah. I mean, especially at a time when very few people were openly No, but this sounds like it's current. Like maybe back in Vietnam, yeah, there was the 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 one gay guy. I mean, is that happening now? He's like 70, right? Yeah, but it sounds like uh, dudes come around the neighborhood just to, you know, oh, maybe it's an old story, but it's just kind of weird that they would just show up at his house at three in the morning. Yeah, and he's telling this guy stories, right? So I'm assuming these Did things happen in the Did he give the blowjobs? Well, I don't know. Let's listen That's and weird. find out. <laughs> Including 
the father of my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend, which I found to be completely hilarious. I'm not too tired and, it, and is unsober to wrap to my brain around that. <laughs> the father of yeah. my ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend? I'm my own grandpa. Weird. I don't know. Okay. And it was at that point that I realized that he probably thought that that's why I was there. I'm thinking that's why <laughs> and, you were there. <laughs> okay. Of course, I made some inappropriate joke about it, and we kind of laughed it off. But mm. there, there is that kind of thing sometimes with, um, with, with uh, some like gay friends I have, where they kind of want to think that all straight guys are gay. You know, you well, ever they can s- turn you. They, they, yeah, they, they, they kind of like, you. they all want to like, yeah, it's a weird. But this is weird. Like, this is like. I just laugh it off. I don't, you know. But this is yeah. like, I forget that movie, but it's like the guy hanging out with Sir Ian McKellen, like this really old gay guy. Oh, apt pupil. Yeah, I was believe. it apt pupil where he's a Nazi? <laughs> but no, you yeah, know, though no, that had nothing to do with gay people. No, you know so. what? I'm talking about uh, Gods and Monsters. No, not Gods and Yeah, the and one Monst- about fucking James Whale who directed yeah, Frankenstein. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that movie. What was that yeah. called? It's called Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this seems like a similar situation. Mm. He's like hanging out with this old, you know, gay guy. Yeah. And he's this young dude and hanging out mm. there. What do you expect the old gay guy to think? Right. Just like uh, Kenneth Anger and Bobby Boussoulet, you know? You know, it's Same like deal. you're you're hanging yeah. out over there all the time. Of course mm. he's going to want to get a blowjob. You'll be my new Lucifer Rising. <laughs> okay. It was still, it was a little awkward there for a moment, but... Uh... I think I'm going to uh, go ahead and buy a copy of William's book and bring it up there to him, and we'll see how it goes. I'll uh, I'll keep you guys informed and let you know if it was equally as awkward. Anyways, keep it sick, keep it wrong, smooches. I hey, dude, you. I need mean, to that, be- that gift, that book works as a great gift for your favorite gay. Um, this dude so. needs to quit being a cock tease. That's what I'm thinking. That's happening here. You think so? I think he's being a cock tease. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, why? Okay, he's going over there giving him gifts. You know, spending all this time. Yeah. You know, guarantee the gay guy probably was thinking, like, I'm going to totally get a blowjob from this, like, 20-year-old guy. Yeah. You know, thinking he scored. And as you know, he's just teasing him. Right. Or he's just, I don't know, trying to be a decent human being, you know? How many old gay men are you friends with? Six and one old gay men? I'm, I'm talking, like... They would have been like Vietnam era, like 60 to 70. Like, wh- where did these guys meet? Like, how did their paths cross? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with lots of gay people. It's fine. Mm. But I mean, I'm talking about like, I'm not friends with any 80-year-old gay men that no. I go and bring gifts to and, and try to stop like people from harassing no. them. We have a few friends who are friends with Kenneth Anger. He's an 80-year-old gay man. And I bet you if you were hanging out at Kenneth Anger's house on a regular basis, he'd try to bone you too. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Kenneth Anger fucking sexually harasses, you know, the guys at the movie theater when he goes to the movies, so. Exactly. I think it's par for the course. I That's it, why I'm, yeah. I'm just not surprised. I don't think that behavior is unreasonable. Right. So. All right. Anyway. Um, stay tuned next week for Gay Punisher <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> I punish the people who harass the gays. <laughs> I'm glad you're out. I'm glad you glad you have a hobby. Uh, the last call, actually, I think, is from your life coach, right? Oh, great. Okay. Harrison, it's your life coach. <laughs> Did you do that voice? Harrison, it's your life coach. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Harrison's yeah. at it again. I'm also about the cocaine yeah. and jacking off to his grandma. I'm also his wrestling coach. 
<laughs> he sounds he sounds like a wrestling coach guy. You know, he does. Yeah. All right. Oh, you go do two laps for me. All right. uh, for the record, I'm not in Fargo. I am uh, <laughs> Cleveland adjacent. So, get Dahmer's house. Mm, yeah, do it, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, just decided I was taking the wrong pack with you. I need to coach you up rather than uh, rather than nag on you. So, think about some of the things you've done well. Now, a bad thing you've done recently, you talked about sitting in garbage and can't find the phone. <laughs> That, that, that well, happens at least twice a week, though. <laughs> that, it's not like a one-time occurrence. It's yeah, and it it God, it really doesn't take it long, take that long for things to become like that too. <laughs> Just find yourself in a yeah. couple, you know, laying in yeah. some garbage, can't mm-hmm. find your phone. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do? Think of what you've done well before: hiring an African American transvestite transgender person mm-hmm. to clean your house for fifty bucks. I think you still have a job. If so, you've got the money to do that. Clean up the garbage. It helped that person. It'll help you. Actually, I mean, he's right. And I, you know, last week when I said that, you know, um, I actually, yeah, a friend of mine was over and I'm like, hey, you want to make 60 bucks? She was, this was just a, a, a woman. It wasn't a, you know. Did you know this woman? Yeah, yeah. She's a friend, friend of yours. Yeah, she, yeah. Was she, she doesn't have a job. Woman? No. She, uh, but she doesn't, you know, she didn't have a job. So I'm like, Hey, you want to, you know, make 60 bucks yeah. to do. And something. also she tends to, to lean towards sometimes a lot of women t- kind of lean towards ma- their maternal instincts when hanging around with me <laughs> just because I'm basically just like a fucking human wounded bird, you know? Yeah. So I was about to say like to, fix those broken wings. Yeah. Yeah. And learn to fly again, learn to live so free, et cetera. Guess what? That's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Now, other win-wins you could do, clearly uh, the new T-shirts are coming out, so maybe D will let you get into that sweet, sweet T-shirt money. <laughs> then think of what you can do. You can afford to buy some water so you can get rid of that cotton mouth. <laughs> you got to buy water now. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can fill it up at those weird machines that all the Mexicans <laughs> use. Hey, don't drink. The Mexicans know not to drink the water. They do. Yeah. They do. They still don't trust it. Even, you know, I mean, I wouldn't. Either. I don't trust LA tap yeah. water. Yeah. I remember one time when I was in Romania, I was like so thirsty, but I, I didn't. Apparently, you're not supposed to drink the water and they don't sell water like they don't. They only sell at the store. They only they don't sell bottled water. It doesn't make any sense to them. Where, where did they get water? I think, well, they drink it out of the tap, but oh, if you're not used, used to, to it, it yeah, yeah. you know, you get like fucking diphtheria or some weird shit, you know, cholera, I don't know. And, uh, but, and they always sell like weird, like, yes, we have a pineapple soda, like weird shit at the store. You can't drink like water. You have to drink like milk or pineapple soda. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, this is actually pretty good advice. All this yeah, stuff. no, he's yeah, actually yeah. giving yeah. you some decent yeah. advice here. And, uh, you know, you do those things, life will get better and it'll be a real, you know, Feathering. I knew it. <laughs> Whoa, I'm sorry. All right, I no, I knew he was gonna say feathering your cap. I literally knew it. <laughs> it's like the fucking myth of Tantalus and the low hanging fruit. You know, you think you're getting, you know, good life coat, you know, life advice from a professional, a professional wrestling coach in Chicago or whatever. And next thing and you know. Next thing you know. Fucking a punch below the belt with the feather. Mm. Yeah. 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 Comment. It's 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 really degenerating into something weird, to be honest. But well, I like how much it bothers yeah. you. 
That's what I like. Yeah, I know you like that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, it, it, it's definitely something mm, you think about. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you may have noticed how I don't, well, I guess I talked about masturbating to my grandmother. Um, biological grandmother. <laughs> I don't for that. But I don't really, Not the adopted yeah, grandmother. Yeah. I don't really talk about my sex life anymore. But we want to hear that, though. Yeah. Nope. But you haven't been getting laid recently. I'm not going to welcome the, uh, no, but I've had experiences, you know? You have, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. uh, so people, yeah. people, I think you've learned a valuable lesson here. <laughs> Quit harassing yeah. Harrison yeah. with about the, the, the feather yeah. or you're not going to hear any good stories about a mm. sex life, which is yeah. what I want to hear. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to fight it or anything, but I'm just, I'm not going to respond or I'm not going to, you know, talk about fucking ingrates stuff. Yeah. Ingrates. So, I'm not going to, I'm not going to invite it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Meerkat. Meerkat? No, oh no! I think oh, okay, saying, feather in your the feather in your cat. That's what you say. He's talking about meerkats now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, life coach. Mm. I always like to hear from this yeah. guy. He does have some sound advice. He does. Yeah. I think the low blow with the feather was a bit unnecessary. Mm. But uh, there you go, people. You learned your valuable lesson. Keep mm. talking about the feather. We're not going to hear about uh, Harrison's fetishes. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more about. No it. more fucking. You won't even know what's going on with the Iraqi. Nothing. Fucking nothing, motherfuckers. See, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, people call Sigurong Hotline 206-666-3846. We got one email that I want to mention here. Sent to Sigurong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Ella. Ella wrote in, hey guys, I feel like it's kind of a tradition. I've been emailing you on and off for the past five to six years, and now my 20th birthday is tomorrow. I actually interviewed Dee in December via Skype, if you remember. I, I do remember. It was a good time. Uh, which was really exciting, especially as you're one of my heroes. Just wanted to say Harrison's doing a damn good job. Still a bit nostalgic about Lance. Feels like a bad breakup. Yeah, maybe. Um, can't wait to be listening in another five years. Thanks for letting me grow up with you, Ella. Mm. That's touching. She should have just <clears throat> sent you an email with uh, big, bold text. Fuck me now. Fuck me hard. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like, yeah, but, you, you know, know, why not? She's 20 at least. I'm glad she didn't do it five years ago when she was 15. Right. Yeah. You know? No, I'm kidding around, but seriously, probably you could, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Ella. Mm. We don't normally give uh, birthday shout outs here on the show, but happy birthday. Hope you had, uh, had a good time on your 20th. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, send, uh, send Harrison a racy email. <laughs> Um, I, it, it's, it is heartening to get those, yeah. People, uh, iTunes, the best way to mm. listen to the show. It's an easy way to help us out. It's mm. a painless way to help us out. Just go do a search for Sick and Wrong. Subscribe, rate, comment. Helps uh, people learn about the show. Mm. We appreciate that. Also, we have a contest running right now. Uh, probably for maybe a couple more weeks. I want to get some more submissions here. The Sick and Wrong theme song contest. Yeah. Just send us your your entry here, an MP3, mm. uh, M4A, whatever it is. Um, but it's got to be under 30 seconds. You got to say the name of the show. Um, we've received some good ones, a couple good ones. I want to play them on the show once mm. we once we get like a decent amount. Why can't we get that guy, uh, Junkie Sawtooth ZX69 or whatever to write some music for us? Are you talking about butt sucker ninety nine? No, the guy who does like the music for like you know, 
fucking Mad Max. Oh. Is his name like fucking, oh, you know, uh, Knife Blade 2718 or something. He's got some like name like that. Like he just fucking stepped out We should get that of guy to do it. 1998 or something. You know? Hey, I mean, I'll yeah. send him Ryan Keeley's porn collection. Yeah. If you, if you win this contest, you get a whole bag of porn. It's like a whole bag yeah. of porn. Yeah. You wouldn't want that. And uh, we'll plug something, you know. Yeah, and the runners up have, get t-shirts. Yeah. So you just, got something you want to plug? You know, we'll plug it. I don't know. Email sickerongpodcast.com. Yeah. Send in your song. Sickerong theme song contest. Under 30 seconds, say the name of the show. Also, new t-shirts are available at the Sick and Wrong store. Sickerongpodcast.com slash store. You can get the brand new Sick and Wrong tee. I mailed out like 35 of them mm. this past Monday. So it's a, it's a hot item. It's selling really quick. I'm not sure if we're going to reprint them. It's a dope-ass shirt. It is a cool shirt, mm. actually. It doesn't even say podcast on it, so you don't have to feel like a nerd. Right. You know? Yeah. So uh, sick and wrong podcast, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Get your t-shirt. Uh, finally here, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I'm going to have to dedicate this one to Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard died this past week. Yeah, it wasn't like you know like a tragic death. How I mean, old was that guy? That guy was like old. eighty or something. Mm. He was seventy nine. He was seventy nine. Yeah. The grizzled country music legend who had songs like "Okie" from Muskogee or "The Fight Inside of Me." Mm. He was a voice for the working man and the outsider. The Trump fans, right? Well, he was a voice for the Trump fans. Back when country music was the official language of sadness and not whatever the fuck bullshit it is now. God, it's the Special Olympics of music now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. It's unlistenable. I yeah, can't even listen to modern A, a lot of this uh, this uh, hip-hop, you know? You ever heard this? The hip-hop? The hip-hop. No, who's that? Well, oh, hip-hop. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, yeah, the, uh, the bastardization Which, of hip-hop and country. Yeah, yeah. Which, on some, in theory, I like, just because I like it when musicals, when genres evolve into you know, and oh, but that that is just I mean, that's awful. Honky tonk, badonka donk. No, there's you know? some incest going yeah, on to make yeah. that God. save a horse, ride a cowboy. I, I only hear those when I'm like driving through the south, though. I only shallow hear end of the gene. Pool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anybody mm. that listens to hip hop when you when you also with the only radio stations are playing hip hop or like you know, weird children of the corn preachers, you know, on the radio or so. uh, Mexican music, right? You get that Nortenia music, yeah. I always call it the banana boat music. It's awful. Um, Haggard died Wednesday, this past Wednesday, of complications from pneumonia. Mm. But I mean, the guy's 79 years old. Right. So what do you expect? But do you you know uh, Haggard had more than three dozen number one country hits? I did not know 36 number one country hits. Mm. And, uh, you know, he was recording music from the 60s up until 2010. Uh, He actually spent time in San Quentin. Right. So the fact, I mean, he was actually, you know, he lived the life that he was singing about. Sure. It's a genuine talent. Mm. So we're going to end the show here with Tonight the Bottle Let Me Down, which has happened to Harrison on a couple occasions. Oh, <laughs> too many. <laughs> you can relate. Mm. So uh, Merle Haggard, rest in peace. I'll drink to you. People will be back mm. next week with episode 528. Until then, take it easy. Mm. too sober couldn't drink enough
enough to keep you off my mind. Tonight the bottle let me down. because it was pretty fucking cool. The first podcast my daughter ever listened to was Sick and Wrong 512, where Harrison shouted out to her. It was like meta. I was sitting there. I was playing it while changing one of her diapers, and uh, I heard, heard you guys shout it out. And you guys should be happy that the very first thing I ever had my daughter listen to was Sick and Wrong. Fuck yeah. That's Sick and Fucking Wrong. 